Welcome back to another week's edition of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer in Atlanta. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and in this first segment of the show, we've got the Metro Atlanta Real Estate Update for the last month and year to date in 2022. And our Something You Should Know About Metro Atlanta segment, what are the best family-friendly races and walks in Metro Atlanta between now and the end of the year? And then landlords, can you require your tenants to make all of the repairs? My name is Cleve Gaddis, and you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry that's typical with life's biggest investments. We do want to connect with you. It's easy. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments. You can push back. You can share your ideas. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. I have to warn you, I'm not sure what's going on, whether it's allergies or something, but I'm getting a sore throat. So I am drinking hot apple cider and plenty of water. And if you hear me go off the air for just a couple of seconds every now and then, know that I'm probably coughing. I don't know if anybody else out there is an allergy sufferer. I am I'm not really an allergy sufferer, but I, I, I think something is going on allergy-wise with me right now. Again, if you want to connect with us, go get us radio.com is the place to go. In the month of July, let's talk about the Metro Atlanta residential real estate update through the end of July and also for the month of July. In the month of July, there were 6,893 closings, single-family detached closings for the month, which is a decrease of 23%. June and July are going to more than likely be the two uh, months where we fell behind last year the most. We're starting to see some improvement in August and I think September moving forward will be much better. There were 1,329 single-family attached closings, which is a decrease of 25% over the prior year. The average sales price for a single-family detached home, that's not the condos and townhomes, was $465,506, which is a 10% increase over the average sales price this time last year of $419,343. The single-family attached, the condos and the townhomes, average sales price $371,652, which is 13% ahead of the $322,606 average sales price in July of 2021. Year-to-date, 50,954 single-family detached closings, which is a decrease of 7% over year-to-date 2021, 10,232 Condos and townhomes closed for the year, which is a decrease of 15% year-to-date over 2021. The average sales price for a detached unit year-to-date, 455000 year-to-date. Notice it was 465506 in the month of July, 455000 year-to-date. Prices, believe it or not, are still moving in positive direction. But that 455725 average sales price in July was 15% ahead of the 396469 average sales price set in July of 2021, or year-to-date July 2021. Notice the year-to-date average sales price is up 15%. The month-over-month average sales price is up 10%, which means the increases are slowing. But we still do 
have price increases in Metro Atlanta. The single-family attached homes, condos, and townhomes average sales price $372,894 year-to-date compared to $317,869, which represents an increase of 17% year-to-date over year-to-date, 2022 over 2021. Single-family detached inventory continues to increase with 12,917 active listings as of the end of July. Compared to 8,373 listings this time last year, which means there is 54% more inventory on the market. 54%. If there was 100 last year, there'd be 150. If there was 1,000, there'd be 1,500. If there was 10,000, there'd be 15,000. Single family attached to condos and townhomes, 2,217 active listings today compared to 20, 2,088 this time last year, which is an increase of 6%. 12,663 new listings were entered for all property types in July of 2022 compared to 13,700. Uh, so we had less listings coming in the market in July of 2022 than we did in July of 2021. What does all this mean? Well, if you're a buyer, you should have about 50% more single family detached opportunities to look at out there in the Metro Atlanta market today as you would have had this time last year, condos and townhome shoppers, you have about 6% more inventory in the condos and townhomes area than you did this time last year. So there should be more opportunities for everybody. If you are a home seller, does it mean, well, I shouldn't list my home at this point? No. If the home is priced correctly and it's in good shape, it will still sell at a premium, premium, premium price. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920, Atlanta's own The Answer. In our next segment, here's something you should know about Metro Atlanta. What are the best family-friendly races and walks in Atlanta? If you're anything like me, you like the fresh air and the exercise and the opportunity to support a good cause. And those are three great reasons to get out and participate in an organized walk or race with your family. I've actually done a couple of these. We have some great uh, favorite kid-friendly races and walks around Metro Atlanta. You might want to check websites for dates and advanced registration as well as any COVID-19 safety precautions. But here are the races. There is the Duluth Donut Dash. Now that sounds like a dash I'd like to do. Donut. The Donut Dash is a 5K that supports foster children and families throughout Georgia. All participants get a donut. That is right up my alley. Enjoy a carnival, crafts, and a parade at the Duluth Fall Festival. Now, this is September 25th, coming up soon. On Thanksgiving morning, more than 10,000 runners will come to the Marietta Square to participate in the 19th annual Gobble Jog, benefiting Must Ministries. That will be on November the 24th. Benefiting the United Way of Forsyth County, the annual Gobble Wobble Alpharetta Run has a 5K, a 10K, and a 15K feast mode, and this will take place on November the 24th. Looks like we've got a couple there on Thanksgiving Day. You've got the Thanksgiving Day Half Marathon and 5K. This is the one I've done. It's an Atlanta Turkey Day tradition that includes a half marathon, a 5K, a one-mile run, and a 50-meter dash. Besides the excitement of finishing under the Olympic rings, which is cool, participants join post-race festivities uh, in the Georgia State Stadium and get medals for running. I don't remember there being any medals when we did it. And we, the year we did it, we walked. We did not necessarily run. 
Then you've got the Color Run, wear white to this 5K untimed event in which thousands of participants or color runners get splashed with different colors at each kilometer. Color washes off after the race. This has not been set. The date for this has not been set, but gosh, that sounds fun. We're going to have to come back and talk about that in a subsequent show once they announce the date. This last one, the Spooktacular Chase, is also one where the date has yet to be set, but come in costume and bring your pets to this family-friendly, timed fun run. It raises funds for VRS, a local nonprofit dedicated to the blind or visually impaired. Uh, It's got a 10K, 5K, or 1K uh, walk or run, and it includes part of the Silver Comet Trail. So that's over in Cobb County, is my guess. Uh, I don't have any plans for participating in any of these between now and the end of the year, but the one that spoke to me uh, the most was the uh, Spooktacular Chase. I had not been much for dressing up in costumes, Halloween costumes, over the last few years, but this last year I did, and I really enjoyed it. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, and I appreciate you listening to the show today. If you're looking to sell your home anytime in the next three to six months, we believe we can put $28,000 more in your pocket than other agents can. I know you think that might be far-fetched, but the reality is you'll get a customized maximum value plan from us, which is like an appraisal on steroids, and it comes with $15,000 and rehab and refresh budget that you can use to improve your home. It doesn't cost you anything to use the money. We collect it all back from you at closing. To learn more, go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Birchfield and Capital City Home Loans. John makes it his mission to guide each home buyer step-by-step through the entire loan process so they are educated and confident in the mortgage options available so they can make the best decisions along the way. He can be reached by calling 678-226-7887-678-226-7887. As a landlord, imagine that your roof starts to leak, the water heater or AC goes out, or maybe it's something as simple as a light bulb replacement. Would it surprise you to know that there are specific duties in a landlord-tenant relationship, especially when it comes to repairs? This is a listener question. My parents, this is from Joseph in Stockbridge, my parents have a home that they have considered placing on the rental market, but they're wondering if, as a landlord, can they require the tenant, a tenant to pay for repairs. They want this to go into effect. They want to go into this with their eyes wide open. Uh, The answer is that is not a good practice. Uh, The state of Georgia landlord-tenant law assumes that if you pass all of the responsibilities for maintaining the home, that the tenant might have some equitable interest, meaning they might be part owner in the home. And so there's nothing that says you can't share in some of the responsibilities. I remember going to a seminar, landlord seminar, that was hosted by a fairly prominent radio personality in Metro Atlanta, and they would have the tenant pay, you know, the first $100 in repairs every month, and the landlord would pay for all of the repairs in addition to that. So you want to make sure that there is some balance and that it is obvious that you are the landlord. And as a landlord, you have the responsibility to keep the home in good uh, living condition. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have got Reverend Melanie Connor, the chief executive officer of Rainbow Village. They are one of the charities we support here in Metro Atlanta. And we're going to talk all about the good they're doing all throughout Metro Atlanta. Stick with us. We'll be back. We'll be back. 